Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. The question is, who is number one? Number one, big one. Recently, who's number one card? Dramatic stuff going on. Your boy, Nicholas Narangali. Cuts off all his hair. Victorious. Victorious. Oh, you're upset with the haircut? Uh, no, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't mad about it. I just noticed it. You were, yeah. I got a text from a couple of people. Hey, man, Nicholas cut all his hair off. I was like, thanks for updating me. Will you be now cutting off all your hair, Joe? Hard to say. In you know, court, like, I mean, nah, nah. I've fucking come a long way with this hair of mine. <laughs> but Marangali, bro, did a, he made it like he did a good job. Fuck, the guy's a good competitor, dude. He got the. I think it was like halfway through the match, he got the takedown, mm-hmm. and then it was kind of in the last. Or like it was really or eight, maybe eight minutes from, from seven and a half, eight minutes. Yeah. Gets, gets the takedown, passes guard to mount. Just, yeah, he got the takedown, kind of single switch to the back. Yep. Went for the rolling back take, came up on that smash pass. Yeah. just He's just a persistent motherfucker, isn't and he? His big frame. I think that's the thing. Kynan Duarte or Duach, he doesn't roll many people bigger than him. He's such a big, solid unit. And I think that's the thing that uh, Nicholas has on his side. He's got that range. So I'm just going to say this, and I might I might come across as a bit um, as a bit kind of naive, sure, uh, with this sort of stuff. Um, so please educate me. The stand up battles that you see in jiu-jitsu in nogi are usually pretty like the clubbing. It's usually pretty rudimentary stuff, right? Sure. Because no one wants to shoot. It's like, risky. No one wants, it's, ris- it's risky to commit to saying. So it's this awkward kind of shitty wrestling tie-up thing kind of thing yep. that goes on right right now i i fully acknowledge that that is that it's it's different to wrestling and that it just it happens like that because you don't want to get guillotined you know whatever yeah. but like they did that for the first half of the match mm. and it seems like that's what tired out dwatch yeah like it seems like once because there wasn't a lot of action then it was like okay the rolling back take piece comes up on top yeah yeah, of course, Nicholas is applying pressure like the mother. But once he passed, it was yeah. like Conan was gone. It was over. Yeah, it was yeah. like gassed. And I just, I don't know, I'm like, you know, then you're watching people like, and I didn't watch their match and we're going to talk about it after, but you watch people like Dante Leon or Ethan Krellenstein. pushes. Fucking pace on these, on these cats. And obviously they're smaller humans. Yes. So I get it. Heavyweights have just, you know, it, it costs them more energy to move. But I'm like, I feel like... The conditioning should be higher. I, I really, agree. I really, no, no. I don't. I'm not trying to hang shit on any of the fucking heavyweights. No, by the way. No. Nicholas, you're my boy. <laughs> no, but looks. No, no, but I'm saying that I honestly believe that for these bigger guys, they're not getting pushed. Like they're just not. Like what I find very interesting is that not enough jujitsu guys are training with professional level wrestlers. Like they're not on a wrestling mat. They're not at. They're not doing a training camp with the Hawkeyes, or at, you know, at with some. Uh, uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes is very just wrestling team. Wrestling team, very okay. famous, brutal, brutal training, and th- m- many different reputable colleges around America where you could just put them in with not v- not even your best guys, and they would kick their fucking ass. And that's the thing; it's really lacking. But 
like you said, you don't want to get guillotined. So you don't want to get in the habit of doing certain movements. I think the solution, not everyone can be a Gary Tonin. No, not everyone can. But then also you've got to think Gary's a lightweight guy. That's why he moves as well as he does. Have there been heavyweights that do move more B- like that? B- Bouchesha is dynamic, isn't he? Is a, is a very dynamic move. Gordon is guy. strangely quite dynamic. Like he, he doesn't go fast, but He's, he goes... But he actually moves quite a bit. He moves well, but it, he's a pace guy. He's a slow and steady. He keeps yeah. it at 70% and he doesn't go outside of it. And he doesn't True. drop below it. He just keeps it the whole time. But speaking of pushing the pace, Dante Leon did beat Ethan Krellenstein. That's huge. number one. And Ethan is very good. I'm a big fan of Dante. Yeah. I, f- I really like his style. Yeah. He's definitely. excited. I didn't see that match because I don't have the flow grappling subscription. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bro? <laughs> we'll give you a shout. <laughs> but every time I watch his highlights and show on Instagram, I'm like, man, this guy gets after it. He's incredibly fit and also insanely strong. You know, the guy trains at Westside Barbell. I personally don't think that everything they do at Westside is great. Like I've, I've seen him do shadow wrestling in the squat belt. Like oh, the belt squat. Belt squat machine, but he's doing shadow wrestling. So he's kind of doing like little water squats and moves and stuff yeah. to kind of fatigue the quads and the glutes and stuff. I, I don't know how valuable that is, but whatever. Westside Barbell make people strong, so there it is. Did I tell you my Dante story from ADCC? Have I told that story? No. Oh, this is so awkward. Please. This is so <laughs> awkward, man. So we're at ADCC, end sure. of day one. Sure. We've left. Yep. I think day one it took us five. I remember we walked back. It was huge. We walked. We didn't catch cabs. Yeah, you, was, it was uh, myself, Ola, you and the prince. Yep. It was epic. And uh, I think when we parted ways on the strip, you were going to your place, we were going to ours. We yep. were, I'm sure it was just the Prince and I at this point, and we're walking down the, the strip and there's like, you know, there's people, there's kind of people around. It was packed. In Vegas is packed, right? But it was, but it was, but there's people around that you can say like, oh, they're obviously here for ADCC. Yeah. So there's a couple of people kind of walking next to us, pretty busy, a couple of walking next to us. And I was frothing so hard, uh, PJ Barcher's yeah. performance from day one. Amazing. Right? I'm like, me that was on fire yeah he beat jt torres right yeah he was so done so i'm just like you know we're talking about the matches and reliving it and shit and anyway there's two guys next to me and i'm like and in my i'm like oh i should talk to these guys we're all walking the same way they're obviously here for adcc i could see there's like three of them yeah i could see the cauliflower and so i was like what do you reckon boys match of the day how good was pj barch or no i said i said something like that yeah and they they look over and the guy next to me here, and then the guy next to him sticks his head out, and it's Dante Leon. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? And here's the fucking awkward shit. Damn. I, I had no idea how Dante did on day one. Yeah. I, had, I hadn't followed you his hadn't paid journey. attention. Because there's to so, too many matches to watch. Yeah, there was right? so much going on. There's so much going on. I had no idea what he did. So instead of being like, Holy shit, Dante, bro, how did you do? Because I'm like, I don't want to, that's disrespectful. Yeah. I don't want to say that to him. So what I did was just continue in the conversation like he was just another guy. Just a normal guy. And so the guy, you know, and so I'm like, PJ Butch, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, bye-bye. And I don't think Dante really engaged. He kind of, you know, I was talking more to his mate. And the the guy kind of gave me a response, and I gave back a response, bye-bye, and then I was like, oh, shit. And the dude, the energy was obviously kind of weird because his mate was like, Bro, you haven't acknowledged Dante Leon is here. here. And so the guy goes to me, hey, bro, we've got a future world champion right here. And I was like, oh, yeah, fucking love what you do, man. Awesome. Or something. Like I just, (laughs) I fully just didn't give him (laughs) the credit he deserved. You fucked it up. And then you know what happened the next day? What? 
Dante fucking crueled PJ Bart. He did. <laughs> bro, he did. I gave him that. <laughs> I gave him that. I gave him the fire to fucking to rip <laughs> that, was, to put. Yeah, look, Joey like, inspired Dante. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to show this hater, bro. this not knowing hater. I want to just give an apology to Dante. I mean, I gave you that victory, so I want to give you that, but... <laughs> I, I I just the fact I wasn't able to be who I you know to say what I wanted, but I was like I feel so guilty saying, man I didn't see you at all today. How did you go? Oh yeah, yeah. Because what if he's like, well I lost my first round. You'd be like, oh f- I'm sorry. And he's like, I smashed everyone. You didn't see me smash everyone. I fuck. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Sh- shout out, man. Dante Leon, a, a monster, and uh, also a, a fellow representative of Parry Athletics. That's right. When we hooked up with Parry, I was like, I'm going to have to come clean on this. Yes. I'm going to have to tell this story so that it's out there. We, we I cannot hide behind my anonymity any longer. Anonymity. anonymity. But, but yeah, anonymity. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We at some stage are probably going to have to roll with Dante. So <laughs> it'll be good. We'll put the Parry gear uh, on and be fine. we'll all get wrecked. Um, uh, we, we all get wrecked and Dante will have a good time. Fionn Davies just with the knee cut of justice. Basic jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Jasmine Rocha, basic jujitsu. Oh my you god! New boyfriend, the smack. Did you see that one? She no. ripped her on. Well, she changed team. She got a new boyfriend. How much time can she be? I got a. Jasmine was just was at the and just and Fionn was just like, what the fuck? And then and then and then Jasmine. After all that, Jasmine said like, what do you? How how do you think you're gonna finish me? And then Fionn's like. I'll finish you however you want to be finished, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she like, yeah, like she was yeah. like indignant. Oh, bro, she was upset. That was like very... Jasmine built up the match. I go, I can't, I can't, you know. Uh, the, you know, the, the hype talk goes it's, a long way to making does. everyone excited. So it did that. But yeah, I think Fionn didn't finish her right, but she dominated. She, didn't, she dominated and she came through with that knee cut. She was like, oh, you think I can't do this against your guard? Yeah. Boom. I'm the queen right now. And she is. So yeah, that was on decision. Fucking awesome. Dante Leon got that rear naked choke against Ethan. That's a huge win. Yeah. Ethan's a motherfucker. Ethan won Polaris. He's like the Polaris champ at the moment. So I think what that sets up now is because Nicky Ryan made his comeback and he got the decision over Renee Souza and looked awesome. He had the body lock triangle. He was on the back for pretty much 80% of the match, huh? Yeah, he was all over him. And Nicky Ryan did actually previously blow his knee out against Dante Leon. Okay, Dante, he there he is. He's always there. You're fucking on the strip in Vegas. There's Dante. <laughs> He's everywhere. Yeah. But I'm saying I think you could see a matchup between Nicky Ryan and Dante. I think that'd be a great match. That'd be amazing, yeah. Because they're both amazing wrestlers. And Got to give props to Sa- Renee Souza. Souza? Souza. Man, his defense on the back was just... He was, I would have just given up. Like He was just in there for a long time and just like, no, can't. I'm not giving you this. I'm not choke. letting you tap me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Philippe Penner got the rear naked choke on High Sum Rita. That's huge. Bro. And he's he's a big dude. And, uh, you know, I think Philippe is the more accomplished competitor, but Haisam is beating a lot of dudes right now. Yeah, Haisam has got a huge amount of momentum, it seems. And yeah. he's like really, I didn't see the match, but he's really aggressive and he's really dynamic. Yes. And I think that's, that's what you don't see from guys like Philippe. They're not crazy he's a, dynamic. He's a control guy. Yeah, so you would think like, damn, Haisam's going to give him some trouble. That's... Taking the back and choking him out, that's nice. But, I mean, Philippe nearly took Nicky Rods back like yeah. a few times, right? But Nicky Rods incredibly hard guy to hold on to. And then he's, you know, he then called out Craig Jones. He's like, the coolest guy in jiu-jitsu is Craig Jones. 
uh, we didn't show beautiful jujitsu, so let's like run yeah do again, <laughs> run it back. They'd have to sell it hard for me to want to watch that again. No, I, I honestly everything Craig said after that match was trying to get Gordon to fight him. Yeah, he right. called Nikki his brother. He called himself the pound for pound greatest grappler in the world. He just <laughs> basically said a bunch of shit, which you know would trigger Gordon. Yeah, right. He just wanted Gordon to say something, but Gordon just would not acknowledge. Wow. He's becoming me into Craig's. You tricks. know what Craig needs to do? He needs to get Joe Biden in his corner. That'll really <laughs> poke the bear. <laughs> but I think I think that doesn't line up with Craig's <laughs> ideals. Craig loves his guns. He loves Texas. He's not a fan of Biden, I don't believe. He loves too many nose beers. <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you seen the New Balance? Yeah. Nose beers? Yeah. Hilarious. Fucking great. I love that he's bringing that in. The corporations are lining up to sue for <laughs> copyright infringement. Do you know how many, how many like copyright infringements their merch has? And then they put like the Chicago Bulls promo and it's like, please do not sue us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic. Helena Crevar versus Craver. Craver. Healy Hook. Our girl Healy. Healy. The name. Craver. Short work, huh? Yeah, look, I think. Was a um, he was a bit nervous. Straight ankle lock, wasn't no, it? Heel hook. She, was a heel she hook. turned into it and bridged into it. Uh, okay, and it was it looked mean. I mean, heel is very flexible. Yeah, he always said different stuff. Like it's so tough. You go in with a game plan. You're like, I'm not going to let this person do the thing they're really good at, and, and they get into they an entanglement. Find a way to get there. So yeah, yeah look. So you know, you know Healy, right? Yeah, I know really well. I know I've through through. I haven't actually met her in person. Yeah, but no, through um, through the gram and stuff. But like for her, stepping onto that arena is a huge event. Huge. So you got to think like, man, fuck, that would be that would be full on. That's yeah. her first day. She's fighting again this Thursday. Yeah, I saw in some other event. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of super fight events that are constantly going on. So if you're good enough and a team puts you forward, she's representing B team. Happy days, man. So gr great experience for her in terms of getting ready to be on that level, competing on the world stage. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's so cool that we see it now. You know, one championship's doing it. You've got Polaris. You've got he's number one. You know, the UFC will have its super fight card, whatever. Yeah. ADCC 2024. The trials are coming up. There's lots of stuff going on. When are the trials? The, the trials for at least Oceania or whatever, I believe, are in Singapore. And oh, they're wow. coming into early of next year, first quarter kind of thing. Oh, it's beginning of next year. Yeah, I believe And then so. ADCC is next year as well. Yeah, September. Right on. Uh, T-Mobile Arena. Will we be there? Mm. So T-Mobile, that's not the one we are at last time. T-Mobile was no. even bigger. 40,000 people. Jesus. It's going to be massive. Wow. I'll give Mo a sim a call. Mo just sim. Be like, yo, Mo. Got that sweet spot for us down next to Joe Rogan. We could talk about podcasting. Give him some <laughs> advice. <laughs> It'll be good. We'll be there. I can see you doing nose beers with Joe right now. <laughs> Bro, I can see What me. kind of beers are these anyway? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Was me. this a pale ale? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Man, my heart rate's really high. <laughs> if we are at the ADCC, I would be exchanging fucking sidekicks with Joe Rogan. He's, he's juiced to the gills. You could do the sidekicks with him. I'd do the nose beers with... Fucking, I don't know, Craig or some shit. <laughs> Craig, Craig, I mean, Craig will be at the party, man. You hit him up. But uh, no, I think so. Oh, Gordon, Rogan. Gordon posted about Rogan, said happy 64th birthday. I believe that. I was like, fuck me, man, 64. Wow. We just Googled it though. He's 56. He's 56. But yeah. still, that's fucking incredible. No, he's in great form and he's definitely put a lot of energy towards looking the way he does. Bro, I'm getting on that athletic greens. Bro. 
He's on the Mike O'Hearn fucking trend train, bro. There's so much drugs in Joe Rogan. Like, I think, you know, him and Yoel Romero side by side. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I think he actually came up in the Cuban Olympic program. He made it. As we know. <laughs> he might have. Yeah. That's, that's what counts for his team. It's a wild accusation, JT. Right. He does some kind of, what does he do, TRT? TRT. He's TRT. very open. He's very open yeah. about that. But I mean, that's a very blanket statement for like doctor prescribed drugs. What else is he taking? Right? Like, is he on that stem cells? Is he is he, is he getting them little baby fetuses? No, no, no. Thanks. Cheers. Soup.